Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. The hair is like a character of its own. It's so perfect. Yeah, whoever uh whoever quaffed that for him did a really yeah. great job. Yeah. Shout out to our hair team because they really just like they really get sure it. They they're highly underappreciated on every film set. That's oh, for sure. Every film set, but especially this one. I feel like this one really just takes cake. There you go. Absolutely. And that's Indy Navaretti joining us today, talking about hair and the makeup crew yeah. being grossly underrated, which I think we could all agree on at any set. Uh, they do not, get, not only are they their work ethic and the job they do, but yeah. Indy, I'd love to hear your thoughts on this. Mm. Maybe the best vibe. I was going to say vibe. The best. Oh, yeah. Set. Yeah. You, the chief vibe you... officers for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Shout out to my makeup artist, Michaela. We've been with each other for three years and she is so phenomenal. I keep getting more and more tattoos and the more that I come back, she's just like, Are you kidding me? And then <laughs> she'll just cover them up and it just, she, but vibe wise, if there's any time I'm having a bad day, anytime that they come on set and we start with hair and makeup, like that's how we start our day. So depending on what their vibe is, is what the vibe of the show will be. And so this season we had Jennifer um, Lynn as um, head of department of hair and uh, Trisha Porter, who just had her baby. Congratulations to oh, her. Congrats. Um, congrats. That's amazing. As our head wow. of yeah. Just an observation. I mean, you're fully in the mix of the crew. I mean, how has it been in season three? You're playing Sarah Cushing on Superman and Lois. Mm-hmm. How is it? What's the vibe like for you? You know, you guys are back that the family vibe, like getting to know everybody. Um, how is it, you know, in season three, kind of keeping that juice going and keeping that excitement going and, you know, keeping that momentum going for the future of the show as well? Yeah, I, I in a weird way, it kind of feels like we're just getting started. Mm. It's it's definitely taken some time to kind of. um we've this was the longest break that we've ever had from each other so kind of getting back into the groove was the easiest things we've ever done filming the show is the easiest thing I've ever done they everybody (laughs) no shit is phenomenal (laughs) the guy that plays my dad is like a real life father he I would buy cars in between seasons and he'd be like Indy are you taking care of this are you taking care of that anytime I go over to his house he checks my oil my brakes (laughs) like wow yeah, it, our set's phenomenal. It's it's beautiful, and it's the same crew. Oh, that's so, great. That's great that they bring yeah. everybody back season in, season out. I you you mentioned that you're talking about with your your um, the makeup artist and covering tattoos, which is something mm-hmm. that frequently happens um, for actors who are playing characters on set. Unless, yeah. well, a lot of times it's too um, because there's there's like branding and likeness Mm. that you can't show off because there's an artist that's actually performing that tattoo. Uh, Is that something so clearly not something that ever deterred you from getting them? Because I know that a lot of actors Mm -hmm. are like, you know what, I'm just I'm not going to do it because I know that it's something that I have to deal with when I do get on set. Yeah, no, I definitely (laughs) did not. And I think that it's, it's, it's very smart to kind of um not get tattoos at the very beginning of your career because of the reason of having to cover them up sure it hasn't deterred me because I find tattoos I've grown up with tattoos my dad has a full piece my mom has a full back piece like I've just been surrounded by tattoos growing up my cousins have tattoos kids in my high school in Fresno are getting tattoos like it's just I've been surrounded by tattoos my entire life so going into this industry and it being my dream 
is one thing, but also at the same time, having ownership over the fact that if I like a piece of art, I'm going to get it tattooed on my body. I've gotten a lot better now because I would give stick and pokes to myself. Um, so those kinds of things would wow. definitely, it's, it's, I love doing that. I, cause then I'm an artist. Have you um, given someone else a tattoo before besides yourself in high school, but <laughs> what was it? What, what was it? That's wild. It on it was on my friend Lauren's knee. She gave me my first tattoo, and I gave her. Okay. It wasn't her first, but um, it was. We did a smiley face on her knee, on like on the side. So okay. anytime she bent it, it turned into like a. It was a funny thing, but yeah. That is funny. I feel like the kneecap is a. That's a tough place to get it tattooed. Yeah. yeah. Painful. Especially it's stick and poke. You're doing it over and over and over again. Mm. Yeah, you guys are in season three. You're talking about you know Superman and Lois with Indy Navratti. What was your aha moment that this thing was really going to click and, you know, and not just be a one, you know, one season kind of show? Because again, there's, we talk about other actors all the time. There's so much content out there. Yeah. And there's yeah. times where stuff's really good. And yeah. you just, you know, you, you can't because there's too much out. Yeah. What was like your aha moment of, okay, we're going to have a season two and beyond? Yeah. I think when I went to, there's YouTube footage of me going to a premiere for Black Phone. And I'm in an all red suit and it's the first and only time in which I've gone to a premiere and there are people shouting my name from the side. And That's when I cool. went to go say hi to everybody, cause it just was, we were in the pandemic. I don't get to meet fans cause we don't do Comic-Con. So to me, it's like, I make this show, everybody perceives it outside of social media. I get the love through social media, but not physical. And so hearing my name, it was such like a jarring experience. And then walking over and a man had Superman tattooed on his calf. And it not was the kneecap. not the kneecap. Thank okay, God. Because yeah. Tyler's face being bent back and forth, <laughs> that would have been interesting. But it definitely, I was like, holy, like this is completely a different, like the love for Superman and for our show is just skyrocketed. And anytime that I do lives, um, the the love that we have whenever me and Alex do lives together or separately, mm. that people will we'll invite people on and just the excitement that they have older and younger, but especially it's my favorite when it's the older. When you, when you were auditioning yeah. um, originally for this part, were you looking at all of some of the materials of the comics, mm. uh, the, the other kind of, you know, this IP has been around for a long time, right? Yeah. Is this something that you liked as a kid? And also when you were auditioning, did you did you research even more so into the character to bring that into your audition? Or did you kind of go in and were like, I'm going to be me and I'm going to do my thing and put my own spin on it? Yeah, I think it was naively the second one because the character wasn't something that was already pre-made. Right. So it was kind of my dream of like, oh my God, like I can I can do whatever I want. I can kind of throw anything to the wall and see if it sticks and obviously it's stuck for three years and it's definitely become like this thing where I didn't have this immense appreciation that I do now for Superman sure because it, it just was never in my world other than growing up with Cartoon Network I would have like Teen Titans <laughs> like that was my yeah. version of um DC or anytime with um Batman Begins whenever he's left Ledger mm. was the Joker like those types of things this was when I had my dip of the DC world, but then really being fully thrown into the world of Superman um, has been such an intense ride. And I wasn't a fan before, not for any lack of feeling, but now it's definitely 
intensely grown no bullshit over a lot of years and a lot of fans and a lot of videos and a lot of people just throwing so many different storylines at me and it's it's been neat because our world is so unique there's no yeah. there's no and jonathan's the one that gets the powers not jordan there isn't like you know what i mean there's no twins yeah. so it's like completely parallel universe within everything it's i love it that's crazy you were talking there's Big Teen Titan fan here yeah, as well, sure. just, by the way. But yeah. I, yeah. How can you not be? It's yeah. a, that would be a major red flag yeah. if you weren't. Yeah, the old one. Not the, I mean, not that the new one's horrible. I just love uh, the old one. The go, like the, the smaller versions of all. Yeah. yeah. I one. I'm sure it's very cute. I appreciate and, and the smaller uh, yeah. versions yeah. of that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, I, it's, I didn't even think about like how cool it you know, would be to take a universe that's already so burned into people's brains for a good yeah. reason. Flush out. Yeah. yeah boy. But also kind of, you know, have your own kind of creative, you know, liberties and spin and like your own yeah. kind of creative character. Yeah. It's a really, because again, they like, you think, you, yeah, you bring up like the, you know, the Dark Knight, you bring up all these other, you know, Batman, they still in those, in those, you know, de- deviations from the most part, at least what, what we're accustomed to stick within that realm of mm-hmm. like, you know, they're so hard and fast with the characters. There is a, there's yeah. always a joker. There's always, you know what I'm saying? So it yeah. is to have that kind of uh, experience really creating there. I read somewhere that your mom was the one that really introduced you to film and your mm-hmm. love for film. Um, mm-hmm. I'd love to know just a little bit about that and kind of some of the actors that you looked up to when you were growing up um, and, and who you are aspiring to be, like just career-wise down the line. Yeah. What person do you want to act across from? Oh, yeah, that's a great question. Oh, Okay. Um, we, so my mom was young whenever she had us, she was in her early twenties with me and my older brother. And she, her mom was a really big Audrey, Aubrey Hepburn fan. Yeah. Black and white film and white Christmas and, um, funny girl and just classic Hollywood films. And so whenever I would be young and watching these films, it just was kind of like, the music and being stimulated as a kid and kind of just seeing all of these worlds, like it really stuck in my brain that those universes existed where you can sing down a street, where you, where you, you get the girl, you get the guy, you get to do all of these things. And then I turned five and Gladiator <laughs> was into, implemented into my life and, <laughs> and, and because I was so young, I didn't understand the themes of these films. Um, but I just saw like a man fighting for his life and being yeah. such a young child and a very emotional child. I was just so drawn in with all of these stories. And again, Gladiator is a very, why'd you watch it now? And I'm like, how on earth did I watch this as a child? And like, be like, yeah, that's me. And it's, it, it just kind of solidify my love for strength in a human being. Mm. Um, and being a five-year-old little girl thinking that I'm Russell Crowe in the middle of my playground, like it just, it solidified so many things for me. So definitely have to shout out my mom for that. And then my dad for my love of music as well as my mom, but it just definitely like, it was just a yeah. creative household all around. That's really, that's really cool. <clears throat> and it's also really cool that um, you were able to admire someone of the opposite sex oh, and, completely. and not have pushback, like from your parents to be in an environment that was nurtured yeah. to that. I think I was also shown Gladiator at the age of five. I have that takeaway. Yeah. I'm thinking like my takeaway. I was like, oh, this is cool. My, I was like, this is yeah. badass. My takeaway wasn't like, wow, he's my Godfather. She's strong, that. and like I resonate <laughs> with that. I probably, yeah. I probably watch it again, like to even have like yeah. 
and like really to take it, way to look at it i know we're in the dc universe but marvel growing up and i no, i, I really looked up to robbie downey jr because i my family household is really witty we're very banter we we go back and forth consistently and so to have a character like robert downey jr in our household was just like I mean, the quips that we would come up with, the things that we would say. And so, yeah, like looking up to people of the opposite sex, it was interesting because it was never in my brain, like someone, oh, like that's a man. It was just like, you have the same characteristic trait as I do. Yeah. So it, it was like that kind of a thing, which was wonderful. And then whenever it came to women and Fast and Furious was implemented into my life and I became a cars girl and I became racing cars safely, like those kind of things came <laughs> just different little pockets of my life that all were drawn from movies and books. Nice. I've always been a huge Michelle Rodriguez fan. She's like, she's top mm -hmm. of the top for me. Yeah. That's, yeah, I, mean, I hugely based Sarah off of her, off of really? her strength, the way that, yeah, the way that she takes care of herself. And I see Sarah, that's kind of the route in which Sarah is going. If I were to say that, not that she's like, Sarah's going to be a huge car scroller racing cars, but just kind of that brute force strength. And mm. even when she ever, she's in a relationship with Dom, you don't ever see her as submissive. That yeah. sort just of like thing. Take no shit from nobody. Kind of, kind of. Uh, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I, we brought up your audition process briefly. I'm just so curious how that went. It's because everyone's is so different. I mean, we've yeah. talked to a bunch of actors. I mean, remember Lamorne's a little more and more. It's yeah. crazy. He's, he's always just thinks it was crazy. So what was your audition process like? And maybe your moment when you found out you got the role, like the release there. Or yeah. So I think I should backtrack a little bit. So Please. my favorite number is 27. And I'll tie that in in a second. Um, so we started the audition process with a self-tape as we all do nowadays, because there's no in-room auditions anymore. Um, and just sent out a self-tape, got another one back, sent another one out, got a call back. And this was the first instance in which I was with three other girls there. And I had never done anything where you can physically hear another girl auditioning and so it can the, kind of get in your head. The callback, the third audition was, that was when you were in person. It was in person. I can't yeah. remember the stages of how many more auditions that we had, right. but it, it went from video to you're showing up and there's like it like we were inside of the I think it was like the Warner Brothers area and um it's like a little mini theater so you're down at the bottom in a chair and there's like row after row after row after row and there's a bunch of empty seats and then there's the showrunners the casting directors and a couple other people and so you just really had to take your mind out of it and I love people I love making friends I love chatting up conversations and I know that bites me in the ass a lot of times with these in-person auditions. Cause like you're sitting this lovely person next to you that you're going to have to gladiate, that you're going to have to fight, that you're going to have to kind of win <laughs> for yourself. And so at that time I was really into, um, I think it was astrology. And for whatever reason, I didn't learn anything, but I just had this astrology book and I would write down the traits of an Aries, the traits of a Pisces, and I would have headphones in so I don't hear anything. So then they call me and I do my job. I came out immediately. My headphones were back on because I didn't want to hear God bless them, like anything that they were doing. Um, and then the last round came, I was the last girl to walk in. And I remember just being really confident in the fact that I knew all my lines. I knew who the character was. I was really proud of myself for even getting this far. I had done 13 reasons why beforehand. So I was just proud of myself for doing that and getting here and just mm. how much I had gotten done in such a short amount of time. Yeah. 
And so I'm sitting down and I'm looking up again, like there's just so many empty rows. So many, it's just like a whole bunch of people that are just sitting there and they're like looking at you like this and just waiting. And so you sit there and you do everything you need to do and everything's flowing out and you start getting into the, like, the feeling of everything. And it feels so nice and beautiful. And everything's just like caramel, like it's just wonderful. And then I sit down and I see the casting director next to me, just nod his head at another woman. And I remember my butterflies just like, going off because I was like was that about me like did right. you, okay okay did you, you don't want to say that it's about you but like yeah like, about me and so yeah. I sat down and I remember leaving calling my agency and just kind of being like oh my god like this is what's going on um cut to a week two weeks three weeks later I hadn't heard anything and I was on a date and I remember getting a phone call from my agent and my manager. And that's always whenever you have everybody online, you're like, this is, this is it. And I left the date and I remember it was like windows. And so I, you could see, I could see him and I was like, hey, <laughs> quick. And so I get on the phone call um, and I got it. And I was like really excited. And I had to come back in and pretend like everything was normal because you can't tell anybody. Right. Yeah. So for the rest of the day, I was super happy. He was like. What was that phone call? That's like, really, oh, that's, wow. that's really sweet of you though. Yeah, no, that's yeah. really sweet of you because I actually, nice. I was on a date my senior year of, of high school and this girl and I first date and mm -hmm. she, it, it was like right around the time when you were getting your admissions back from college. Oh yeah. 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 And she got like the email that she had gotten into the university that I wanted to get into. It turned out that I actually got in there too, but yeah, she was like, she, thanks. Thanks man. <laughs> Uh, and, she, and she was like absolutely ecstatic, just like over the moon yeah. pumped, of course, like rightly so. But mm -hmm. she like was saying it out loud to me. And I was like, yeah. oh, shit, I hope I get in. And yeah. it was like yeah. on a Friday. So I knew I wasn't getting to get an email until Monday. And I was like, I'm going to have to go through the entire weekend. Yeah. Without knowing. Needless to say, we didn't go on a second date. But um, yeah, that's yeah. Very, you were very gracious with that. With that <laughs> I Oh, my God. I can't hide anything on my face. And so I was just like, hmm. <laughs> and he's sitting across from me like are you okay I'm like yeah I'm fine what do you want to order I'm like trying to hide behind the menu it was the sweetest thing ever and we went on a, like it just he, it was it was a really good time yeah nice well yeah that's he, that's amazing good yeah. luck good luck Chuck I guess uh, yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that really goes on a date with a who's an actor is gonna get it yeah. she gets role. a role yeah. just passes yeah. around Hollywood there yeah, you go. he's like, hey, he's like, why do you ask me on a date? I'm like, dude, like, just, let's just sit down and have the gelato. Yeah, <laughs> let's just grab a beer real quick. I, I just really need a guest star right now. Like, I just really need one. Yeah, yeah. But it's a pretty funny sketch. What are some lessons you've like? What's the biggest lesson you learned from season one to season three? Oh shoot, Whew. professionally um, and maybe about yourself as well. Yeah, I think that being so young and being in such a serious career. Um, it's really important how you show up for yourself and how you show up for your work and how you show up at work. I think kind of how we were talking about in the very beginning with um, Harry Makeup and how they create the vibe first minute that you step on set. I think learning a lot from Tyler who plays Superman, he shows up, yep, to set 110% every single day, ready to do his work. Bitsy shows up to set 110%. Emmanuel, Eric, Bole, Dylan, like the experienced actors show up to set who are successful, who are phenomenal in their trade, the workers, the grips, the lights, the DPs, like everybody who is successful in their trade all have one characteristic trait together, which is they show up. And I think in the first 
three seasons in the very beginning that is something that I didn't understand because I was like oh if I feel like shit today I'm just gonna show up and I, I feel like shit but it's it's such a beautiful thing when you show up to work and it creates this kind of like Pavlov thing within yourself where okay I'm happy every single time that I go to set I'm happy that I get to do this and it reminds you how blessed and truly grateful you are so I would say that for the first three seasons and then or for the first two seasons and then season three was already implemented so we just kind of went nuts and had a lot of fun this season this season was insane yeah I mean you have that you get past that season one is like okay we have to do a great job yeah so we get to season two season two we have to you know prove that we belong almost mm-hmm. in a sense it's kind of like you know even an athlete you know in an actor any kind of field it's really any kind of field yeah except i don't know about banking or being a doctor but like in like the fields like like, like sports and entertainment we really deal with you know yeah. freshman go is you know okay here i am sophomore season or you know second season is like okay you know i belong here mm-hmm. in the third season now, now i can play like i've made yeah. my name like yeah i could do it are you asking like lots of questions and picking up different tidbits from the more seasoned actors Oh, absolutely. There's, there, there's times where, cause you have to be gracious with yourself whenever you're learning something. I'm very new to this world. Um, and so being gracious in areas where you don't do the best. And I think Emmanuel Shriki has been such an angel and such a person that I can go to. She's just an angel. She just all around is really kind with what she says and really caring with the way that she can give you advice. And I think that's really important whenever you're starting out because there's room for influence. And so whenever you're sitting down across from somebody and you're asking advice and she was on Entourage, like yeah. that's one of the biggest, are you oh, kidding we, me? Oh, we trust know. Me. Oh, oh, we, we know. know. We know. We know she's on. It's funny. I told her, I was like, I didn't watch Entourage fully, but I only watched her parts. <laughs> <laughs> like I skipped through. I was like, oh, Emmanuel, I'm going to sit for 10 minutes. And then I go. Um, and so I just ask her advice. And so I definitely think Emmanuel is somebody that I really turn to in moments where I'm like, I'm not learning my lines as quickly or I feel like I shouldn't be learning them in the chair the day of, you know what I mean? Like just yeah. becoming prepared and she... She's she's just phenomenal whenever it comes to that. Yeah. Well, especially her character on on the show Entourage, it, she actually started out probably as a recurring guest star and mm. and turned into I, just imagining like how involved she was in the first season mm. you saw her in and then what she becomes. And I think so much of that probably had to do with all the little things that you're talking about, right? Like mm-hmm. the preparedness, being on set yeah. and, and bringing a good vibe, being yeah. a, a true professional. And oh, then absolutely. when they turn, when they say action, she delivers right like every single time so those are great people to be to be watching and learning from and acting across from you did not answer the acting across from question though so you got to oh i'm glad you brought that back you guys are good at this it's almost like you do it for a job we were okay working across from i really love a challenge because i feel like whenever I was watching something recently and i don't remember who it said whether it was robert de niro or anybody but there's no such thing um, whenever you're great, you pull greatness out of somebody else. Or so whenever somebody else is great, oh, totally. you pull greatness out of you. So I think working with somebody who is just so in their own craft. I mean, there's seasoned actors that you can spew out right now and name drop like Meryl Streep, Robert De Niro, Denzel Washington, Robert, De- um, Robert Downey Jr. Like you, you can just spew out a few. But I think somebody that I've been watching for a really long time now is Jessica Chastain. Because watching her in Zero Dark Thirty, if you've ever seen that film, um, and then somebody who played Celia Foote in The Help. Like they're yeah. drastically two very different. There's one that's a CIA agent and there's one that's like a 
I don't know how to make fried chicken kind of a woman. And, and she's <laughs> like this housewife and she's so fluey and airy. And I think someone who as versatile as that, I really would love to work across from because I think it would just be flowing and she'd pull out of you. And there's such safety and, and somebody who knows their craft and is prepared because there's room for mistakes. And if I want to take a little bit further, I think something that would be so much fun to do is with comedy and new girl and the amount of times that like, you just have fun with it and whatever comes out, comes out. It's just ridiculous. Like, yeah. Something like that. Like, like a complete, like a complete, like the show, the league that was on FX for a long time was Mm. completely improvised. They had, I think like story beats (laughs) that were written out. It's nuts. It's it's none of the, none of the dialogue was written and something like that would be like really interesting. The show's obviously no longer run, but someone will, someone will make an improv show. You bring up new girl, new girl. A lot of the, you know, people on that set were big improv actor. I don't doubt it. Yeah. It's just beautiful working across somebody who's so quick-minded. Alex Garfin is so quick-minded and the, the things that we will do or we'll say behind scenes or because this show is very scripted. It's very right taken care of. And, and I love that because it teaches you to be focused and to, to make sure that everything is in order. And we would have times for um, like, and there's a scene uh, in last night's episode where I'm talking to a monitor on a screen mm-hmm. and I'm like, trying to be a smart ass because I'm pretending that it, it's to order food. And I'm like, can I have this, a big fries, a new mom, da, 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 da. and I'm listing off all of these things. We did multiple takes where like, we just improv with the stuff that we were saying. So there's moments where you do have things like that, but I definitely want to try it when you're across from somebody and you don't have any dialogue or you're just having fun, which reminds me of things like supernatural. You know what I mean? Where those kids went for 15 years and I'm pretty sure half the time they, they, they did some stuff. Yeah. A lot yeah. of shows on CW have pretty good staying power. And, and uh, yeah, it's crazy. It's happened a lot. So we'll knock on wood that it, it continues with, with Superman and Lois. Um, trying to think, I just had a question that popped into my head and then I forgot it. But it, Jessica Chastain, though, who is also, she's currently doing stage acting on Broadway right now. Ah, yes. Is that something yeah. you'd ever be interested in oh, or yeah. have done much of? I did, I did in school um, and I, I loved it because it was just the preparation and doing things over and over again to where I would say 95% of the anxiety that comes from this job is just not feeling prepared, which is your lines, which is just the biggest thing is memorizing front to back. And I feel like when it comes to Broadway or theater acting, you have so much time to prepare yeah. for everything that is happening that it just turns into beauty you know whenever you finally get to it that's what you're able to do and having those improv chops if things aren't as beautiful or if something happens but with our job kind of showing up and doing scenes out of order it's a different kind of beauty it's a different beast so I would love to get into yeah Yeah. not a marathon and sometimes that marathon aspect of it is kind of nice yeah I remembered what I was gonna ask do you watch back every episode Oh, that's a good question. Or just watch back your your work in general and critique yourself. Because I know a lot of people are like, okay, I did it. I felt it in the moment. I acted and now I throw it away and I move on to the next thing. And other people are like, no, I look at my work. I I see what I did. Mm -hmm. I know what I was feeling in the moment. So I'll take that and maybe I'll take it with me and use it or I'll I'll never go back to it. Like, which way do you work? Both. I think that it's really important to kind of be honest with yourself and kind of from a non-judgmental point of view, take care of yourself and see what's going on. And then there's other times where if you feel like it's too much, then set it aside and you can watch it later with a different and more gentle 
I like I'll go back and watch the first two seasons um because mm. I have a way more gentle eye and I think that like this season because it's so fresh because um everything's so new and we have new chemistry this season with the, our new actor so it's it's a little bit more fresh but I definitely think that um I will do both because I think both are really important. And, and, and the second one of like just striking it off and kind of being like, I don't want to watch it. I also think that's really beautiful because then there's nobody really knows me personally. Um, so Sarah's whoever they want it to be. It's, it's their character, like this character, I act it, but this is for the audience. And this is for everyone else. This is not for me kind of a thing. Whenever yeah. you do it that. Okay. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, there's also a level of when you do it enough, you you're aware of that you can kind of separate yeah. as it's going on mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We, we host all the time and interview all the time like i know how it's going yeah and what's going well and what's not going well as i'm i remember yeah. who did i, who did I it was ed i don't know who had to have been jamie, jamie fox i feel like he's always talking about like this kind of crazy stuff oh, where he brought ed sheeran in and ed sheeran lived with him for a while yeah ed sheeran ed sheeran Oh, <laughs> yeah, 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 no, it's true. Lived, lived, you gotta, you gotta, do you see that? Jamie Foxx, right? Yeah, 100%. yeah, yeah. Was it on Grim Norton? Maybe. I, it was somewhere. Grim Norton's great. Yeah, yeah it's best. Maybe it wasn't Jamie Foxx, but someone was talking about Ed Sheeran. He's Benny Blanco, how he's making music with him one time. Mm -hmm. And Ed Sheeran goes and does a con. They talk about it. He goes and does the concert. And he comes off and goes, all right, dude, I, I got it. Like he mm. wrote a song while he was playing. Yeah. Because he's so in tune with doing and killing it yeah so well rehearsed and so in it and so like cemented that almost mm -hmm. his second brain and like like his outer body can kind of you know absolutely absolutely there was a time in our last episode where we it's me and Alex and we're in a scene and we're talking and I know halfway through that it's not going the way that I want it to so we'll say run it back if we're that day was very pressed for time so I'd rather not waste their time with anything and run it back um, but there are times where as I'm doing the scene, I'll be putting a fork down a certain way. I'll be rubbing a menu a certain way. I'll be putting the keys in my car a certain way. And, and in those moments, it's like, I already know the way that we're going to be playing it. There's a time where I have a fire. Well, there is, a, I have a firebird in this show. That's my car. Mm -hmm. Um, and so there's a point where I'm getting into the car and I'm putting the keys in or, and I'm driving, but there's a certain way where, you know, whenever you're watching somebody on TV and you know that they're driving and it looks fake and you know, they're just like this and they're talking and you're like, you would have died about five. Minutes. Right. Like, why don't, why don't, yeah, like yeah. maybe look at the road one time. Yeah. Once. yeah. Although in yeah. LA, people don't actually look at the road. So who knows? No, not at all. They're always like, they're always stories like behind the that. Just time. save it for a different time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. How are you guys doing today? And it's just oh, terrifying. Yeah. So I remember working the wheel and being like, this is utter trash. <laughs> this, is, this is like very, this is giving, but it's not yeah. very cute. So definitely there are moments where it's like, you have to, you, I don't know. It's kind of like a split brain where you, your body takes over because you've done it so many times and you could do it again. But then in the back of your brain, you're like, oh, this is what's going on. Do you, this is what I'm gonna do next time. You said something um, just about like the delineation between you as a person, as an individual in the character. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, I, I want to ask like your thoughts and opinions on, because there have been plenty of actors who have been in roles where they've really had to make some sort of psychological change yeah, uh, and sometimes physically as well to yeah. match a character that they've been cast in. Is that yeah. something that you put forward for yourself, the delineation and the true delineation that you are going to work every single time? And this is your job. Um, mm. 
to, to protect or preserve some aspect of your mental health or how do yeah. you feel about that? That's a beautiful question because this, I don't think I've ever spoken about this in an interview, but the body image that I wanted to give myself as a 22, 21 year old filming the show versus playing a 15 year old. I really took care of that over the three years because I wanted to make sure that I was staying healthy by everything that I was doing by working out, by taking care of my health, but also at the same time, not going on the super spectrum of like becoming whatever idea I had in my head, which was quote unquote perfect. I wanted to make sure that if I wanted a donut, I had a donut. And if you ask anybody on that set, my chair was filled <laughs> with stuff. Like they, Emmanuel and Eric, who play my parents would come by and be like, parents and they're like, Danielle, or sorry, that's my legal name, but like Indy, you have, you, you're girl, <laughs> like you're just. And so I really wanted to make sure that as a 15 year old, <laughs> felt like the freedom to have whatever you wanted minus everything else and so your body would fluctuate and things would happen right. and so just kind of taking care of that that way and also season one I had the idea where I would wear really tight bras to make sure that she um I mean we 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 slowly took that off throughout the seasons just to make sure that her body would develop the same way that a normal 15 year old would um so just kind of making sure that we took care of that and that aspect was really important and super behind the scenes. Like that's not yeah. um, anything that we did in any particular order, I guess you would say, but just personally, that's what we took care of. Yeah. I would, I mean, I think that's great that you share that because I imagine that a lot of people don't just normal TV viewers don't understand the amount of care and thought mm. that is put behind mm. something as simple as costuming or yeah. you know, how a girl's body develops as she grows older. Like mm -hmm. yeah, maybe in a movie where it's like, okay, the main character is pregnant and then they have yeah. their baby. Of course, like you would expect yeah. that. But in something as simple as this, um, simple meaning that like simple, nothing is yeah. simple about someone growing no, 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 up no. obviously, but like yeah. you just, it's not what the show's about, right? The show Absolutely. is about this group of characters and, and this world. Um, and what people would mostly be like, oh, are they getting the Superman costume right? Right. Yeah, or, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. or the colors yeah. of that right? Is the is yeah. the, the Kryptonian K or whatever correct as it yeah. should be? Not thinking about these other small details that well, make only up one life. per. It's like it's crazy because like for that, it's like for oh, so you bring up the you know the big auditorium from your audition, but it, that kind oh, of yeah. attention to detail is for the person in the back. Yeah, because there's always like you know, it's like it's the same like mantra of you know you have to go your fullest. And even go harder mm -hmm. when there's less people watching, mm -hmm. you know, because you owe it to them for Absolutely. showing up. So like, there's always, there could be one person that notices that, that small yeah. detail. Yeah. Well, just in case. And I, oh, I mean, <laughs> nowadays there's definitely, there's more than one person because the internet, that's what they yeah. do. Yeah. Now I mean, it's a lot better. Like, I mean, yeah. They could find anything in anyone that is remarkable. They do. Oh my God. It's freaky. But yeah, the amount of times that we would be in. Um, a fitting where we would be like, oh, this fits my body so beautifully, but this is definitely, we would always categorize it in high school years. You know what I mean? Like, this is like senior Sarah, this is junior Sarah. This is, this is sophomore. Like, this is, this is, we're going to save this. Cause like this, 
and, and our costume designer, Katrina was so funny. She's like, oh, this fits so lovely. This is so beautiful. Your bum looks so good. Or this looks so good. Or, this looks so good. And she's just so positive. And so creating that atmosphere inside of something as vulnerable as getting changed in front of people and, and, yeah. and being like, oh, this looks good. This doesn't look good. And, and it was really neat as a human being, because then I go, I started to learn what my sizes were and like, what looks good, what colors don't look good. I don't know anything about colors. I don't know anything like what brightens your skin tone, what doesn't brighten your skin tone. Like little things like that's just so wonderful that you learn from everybody and again showing up like if she wasn't so sweet I probably wouldn't have had one of the best experiences in costumes yeah wow full circle do you do you look at critiques ever we were just talking about that it made me think Hmm. of it like or even critiques of the show or critiques of I'm sure there are positive and negative in both directions there always are just the way that like you're mentioning the internet works nowadays do you do you spend time in that as like an, an exercise or just for fun. Yeah. Yeah. Not on purpose. I'm now on TikTok, which is so much fun because I, d- I did not do it for the first two seasons. Cause I was like, oh, I would just be another actress that's like on TikTok. And now recently I've been having so much fun with it. <laughs> and oh. the amount of drafts that we have is like, as a group, we created like a little TikTok account ourselves to do funny videos. We didn't keep up on is it on it as much as we should have. Um, but Busy shooting a show. Yeah. Busy shooting a show. Yeah. Right. Valid Um, excuse. (laughs) Yeah. And we'd have, um, but the critiques that I would see is just in the comments of like, there's a lot of, um, like, can Sarah just leave Jordan alone? (laughs) I see that a lot. Can Sarah just not be so mean to Jordan, which I completely understand and understand. I get it. I I, wish I could, but they write it. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah. So I see a little things here and there, but I, I think that, um, it's important to separate it. Cause again, like this is for them. Like they, they, every critique out there is rightfully their own. Um, and I can only do what's on the paper. So I just understand that that critique technically doesn't have anything to do with me. Um, and any other work that I have, they can critique that. And again, it may or may not have anything to do with me as indie. So it's good to separate the two. Yeah. Love it. Love it. Love it. All right. We'll do a little bit of a variation because you're in your show right now. We always ask everyone some variation of this last question, but Mm -hmm. It could be any point, any show, anything. What is your favorite memory from being on set? Oh, that's a good question. Hmm. I would say Alex is such a musical genius that I kid you not, I would go to Crafty for five minutes and I'd come back and he would have written a new song that he wanted to show me. I'm not kidding. there's, There's a wonderful story of him and Michael going on a trip and Michael Bishop is our new Jonathan and them going on a trip. And Michael was like, write me a song, like whether or not he was making a joke, just write me a song, took a shower, came back full song. Like this kid is a musical. So on guitar, guitar? on guitar, piano, he's, he's legit. So we need to get him in a room with Ed Sheeran so that they can make, yeah, they need to live together. (laughs) We could do, we could do Ed Sheeran back on Jamie Foxx's couch and Alex, like on like a pullout. Just in the back. Like he's just going to strum. Trundle boys. They can live together. The little trundle tracks. Yeah. He's going to get it. That'd be awesome. I love that. Uh, Indian Never Ready. Thank you so much for joining us. Absolute pleasure. We're big fan members and going forward. So keep doing your thing and we'll be looking out for you. Show comes out on Tuesday nights, right? And then on available on CW on Wednesdays to be streamed. So everybody. Yes, sir. Check it out. Check it out. 
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.